Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday to all of you beautiful beings tuning in right now. I say happy Monday, but just know whenever you're hearing this message that it's the right time for you. You've been divinely guided to this exact moment to listen to this exact message. Nothing happens by accident, right? Your guides and angelic team knew you needed to hear this message today and brought you right here right now to listen to it. So today I wanted to get into a theme that's not only been resonating with just me, but absolutely everybody that I know and also everybody that I don't know from tons of people in my personal life to the people that have been relating to me in so much detail over my TikTok comments on content I've made about this topic. And whatever the feedback has been from, it's been the same overarching theme for so many of us. So ladies and gentlemen, category is drumroll, feeling, being, or even thinking you are stuck, right? So the last few months, especially for me, have really been an intense period of stillness and stagnancy. I've honestly really just been on this role of losing a lot of things. I've um, started to lose jobs and I've lost some of the closest friendships I've had in my life that I thought shifted into being, if not were already unbreakable. And I've had things arise in my relationship and it's just been seemingly nothing but tower moments around me. And it's like for months I've just been asking myself, not only why is this all happening, but also how much longer could it go on for? It's felt like forever. It's it's only really been a few months, but it's felt like years. And I feel like I've died honestly at least like seven times, but haven't been rebirthed yet. It kind of surprised me to know that this was a theme and something that was happening for a lot of people and not just me, um, actually. And that's only really something that I learned after being so open about everything I was going through with people, which is actually going to lead me to a quick sidebar conversation, how important it is to talk to people and open up and be vulnerable. It is so important to talk to people about what you're going through. It could be anyone, your friends, your family, your therapist, um, if you're a comfortable stranger, me and my DMs, literally anybody. And this is actually something that I've kind of felt confused about and kind of contradictive. Um, I've just found myself in this weird space for a while thinking about it because a few months ago I was really energetically messy and I say this with no judgment and only love toward myself because, you know, I was only doing what I was used to, but I would talk to everyone about literally everything, like not for any other reason than I've just always felt like an open book my entire life and I'm just looking to talk. Um, and now, although that can be something that makes you more personable, what I realized is I have learned more about energy and have began to really feel the smallest energetic shifts in my life is that even though your intentions are pure, you're still spreading yourself and your own energy very thin. And it's kind of just like dumping your energy all over the place. Um, so I've felt really contradicting in this thought of how is it that I could think it's so important to talk to people about what I'm going through, but I'm starting to realize that talking to people, even if it's just updating three close friends of mine on what's going on in my life, is giving away my own power and my own energy and feeling like I'm spreading myself too thin. And the conclusion I came to is this. It is, yes, important to talk to others about what you're experiencing, but at the moments you want to be talking the most, I found that I've pulled myself back and started to ask myself truly what I'm getting out of this energetic exchange. And 
it's so important to observe that thought. Like, what am I getting out of this? Am I just energetically or emotionally dumping onto this person I'm trying to speak to? Like, why do I need to bend anyway? Why is it that I need to talk to another person and spread energy of the situation and actually therefore end up having more energy dumped into it by somebody else's awareness and opinions naturally on it? Um, like, what is it that I'm looking for in the response of this other person? And why can't I give that to myself? You know, it's kind of like a wormhole of questions and asking myself these questions and becoming the observer of my own thoughts and therefore feelings has really been so monumental and has created a huge internal shift for me. And I've still been an open book, if anything more than ever, but I've really hold down on and, and in where I'm releasing my own energy that I could be using it to address all of the stuff within myself and start actually speaking less. So I've noticed that I've moved into saying nothing. <laughs> I've not I've not moved into saying nothing rather. Um, it, but it's just that by the time I do end up speaking, I have stepped back, observed, and actually started to sweep through the thoughts and emotions I want to or feel like I need to open up about so that when they do come out and I do speak about them, they're more valuable, important, and also probably accurate. You know, that, that rule of don't answer somebody when you're angry, but take a minute to relax, collect yourself, then respond. It's those calm, more peaceful, more reflective of your higher self thoughts that come through when then I, I then begin to open up. Like they've been filtered through so that when I'm, I'm actually ending up talking about ends up being really particular and precise instead of energetically all over the place and just kind of more of a reaction, something that's really fueled with energy and also, it's not as open for other people's interpretation and their own energy dumping. So yes, talk to people, be honest, be raw, be vulnerable, but also be observant, be precise, be accurate, sit back, be willing to navigate in and through yourself and in turn, end up moving from and for the highest good for yourself. So back to feeling stuck. I have felt so alone in this journey, like for real more than ever. And right now I'm at a point in my life where my phone has been the driest it's ever been. Like for real, I am usually having like one or two conversations a day or just updating random friends on random things, you know, all the things. And when I tell you it's been absolutely crickets except for texting people I'm doing work for, like that's actually all that's been happening. Um, these past few months have been really lonely for me, to be honest. I've never had too many friends to begin with and I've always had a small close handful, which I honestly prefer. Um, but it's just more so for me, it feels like each one that I've lost has felt so significant and huge because it leads to moments like this where I talk about how I'm not even having a singular conversation with somebody on my phone anymore um, as of the most recent days. And I have started a few jobs that didn't last, like literally one being a week long. And it's felt so exhausting and at so many points just so disheartening. And I've had other shoes in different realms of my life, from romance to finance and everything in between. And it's just felt like this epic and never-ending tower moment. And I don't, like, especially a few months ago, like, I had absolutely no idea what was happening in any aspect of my life. I just felt like I was, like, in a constant spinning situation. Like, I, I didn't know. Everything just seemed kind of blurry. I just... I knew the old stuff was gone, but I didn't feel like anything new was happening for me. But what I did know was that the universe just doesn't do this shit for no reason, right? Um, no matter what I've experienced, 
I've always had the thought that everything happens for a reason, tucked into the back of my head to fall onto for comfort, um, especially in the scariest moments, you know? It's in my most hopeless moments when I feel like I have nothing to hang on to that I always think, no, I know the universe has me. And it always has, and it always will. So yes, the more I start to observe my reality in these tower moments all around and in my life, I start I started to ride the roller coaster of having blind faith in this weird period that felt like it was sucking me down like quicksand. And having blind faith isn't easy, and that's quite literally why I just said roller coaster. There are so many moments it's like, how could this be for me and not to me? How could something so horrible or so painful happen for me? And why this way? And trust me, I completely understand. But from my experience, the more I've started to trust this knowing that I'm protected by the universe and everything is for my highest good, and the more peace I felt, the more I've been able to make peace and hold calmness within myself during this weird transitional period. And then having a clearer vision to see why what's happening around me is happening for me and not to me. And maybe I've started to have more blind faith because I haven't really felt like I've had honestly anything else to hold on to, but it's been showing me that having that blind faith is always rewarding and it, it always pays off. So yeah, you know, the universe isn't keeping you in this weird, icky period for no reason. What I've learned that the universe is actually asking us to do during this period is be present within it and actually stop trying to escape it. And I think it's only natural, you know, when we're experiencing something uncomfortable, whether it's feelings or stages in our life where we don't really know what's happening, our natural instinct is to be like, ew, I don't want to be here. So we try to escape and we do things like go five times harder at finding new jobs or we make ourselves more social and go out more to make more friends faster if we're losing them. And we do so many things to distract ourselves from really sitting and facing ourselves and looking inward and learning the real lessons we are just we just end up trying to get ourselves out of this unfamiliar and uncomfortable spot that we found ourselves standing in and again it's a totally normal reaction but the thing i've realized through firsthand experience is that your universe is just going to completely eventually get you in the corner of a room in a chokehold until you realize you need to stop trying to escape these moments and the discomfort and sit with it and yourself and deal with the stillness and everything that arises for you during it, um, you just really need to look inward and your, again, your universe, again, is just going to really keep enforcing that by giving you the same lesson through different people and different experiences, but all baseline having the same message that you need to pick up. And that's going to be different for everybody. And that's why it's so important for you to be the observer of your own reality, because you need to try to figure out what is your universe teaching you, you know? Um, but yeah, I've, I've always been a person who's constantly needing to be on the go. Like I need to always be doing something, talking to someone on my way somewhere, just always in motion. And I honestly think it's just high functioning anxiety because when I do nothing, I actually end up feeling pretty bad about it. And that's something I've been working on and that freelance has actually really been teaching me about. But either way, it's been so, so, so wildly whack for me during this weird transitional period to sit back and really de deal with that stillness. And it feels very foreign and very unnatural. And I've had moments of absolutely hating it. And I've felt like a snake who only let go of like half of their skin. And just imagine how wildly uncomfortable that could be. 
Um, I really don't even have the words to explain how off I felt. Like, you know that really irritating feeling when you're trying to remember the name of a song or a movie and you know that you know it and it's at the tip of your tongue, but you just can't think of it? Like, that annoying feeling is how I've felt internally about being in this weird middle place. Like, really antsy and I know some great things are going to arise from this and I'm just waiting for the page to turn but it's just this period of why like or where it hasn't turned yet and it's been so crazy for me to sit with and often feeling like I'm wishing I could just somehow poof disappear evaporate out of this body and current reality and just bloop into the next one um, where all the the different aspects of my life are starting to get a go on but starting to point it all of this, um, or point all of this out to myself rather, starting to sit back and even notice what really annoying feeling was coming up for me and acknowledging that it's even happening has led me to be able to realize that this is what everything is about. This is what the uncomfortable middle place and all of these tower moments in my life were asking me to do, to sit with the discomfort. I wasn't being asked to, to just face it, but run right into it with open arms. And I remember a while back, I read this phrase somewhere that really stuck with me. And it was, some people run from their demons, but I befriend mine. And that's something that was really, really powerful for me. Um, and the demons in this middle space for me were just, you know, things I needed to face within me. Like, for an example, one of them can be codependency. Like, when things are going wrong with friends and I feel lonely, it's why do I feel lonely? I was codependent on other people for fulfilling something within myself that allows for loneliness to happen when it's not there, when I'm by myself. Like I'm not giving myself something. So I was codependent on someone else to fulfill something. And that's something you only realize, you know, when you start to lose it. So um, all of these things and a variety of emotions and experiences that were arising, it was just the universe asking me to face my shadow self and integrate the feelings and thoughts that were coming up into more positive forms and more positive belief systems and do this inner work. And that through this inner work was how I was going to start breaking out of this cocoon. So in order to do this work, you need to be present. You need to stop focusing on the who, what, where, when, why, and what if, and you really need to be grounded in your now moment and really just feel every emotion and thought that arises for you throughout your day through small things like getting frustrated in a line at the market to sadness that might come up from arguing with a friend. All of and any feelings or thoughts that come up for you that you are facing during this time of your life, during this weird in-between very specific time in your life, all of these feelings are programs and belief systems that are asking to be acknowledged. You know, I love saying to people or asking people, what happens when a baby starts crying? You don't ignore it, right? Because otherwise it would just continue to cry. You acknowledge it, you pick it up, you make it giggle, you do all the things, you make weird faces at it. Well, your feelings are that crying baby that just wants to be acknowledged. They just want to be seen. They just want to be heard. Now, now, more so, also think about how messed up that is the next time you shy away from letting yourself feel through any situation. You're ignoring a crying baby. <laughs> I, I think it uh, helps to personify a little bit your emotions because something as simple as that and kind of seeing it as a crying baby, it's like, damn, I don't want to ignore the baby. Like, that's so mean to do, right? Well, you're doing the same thing to yourself. Um, and ignoring that internal work is just ignoring the baby. But... You know, anyway, again, during this time of your life that feels still and stagnant, your job isn't to focus on the external. The external feels paused because you're being asked to look internally 
and do this work. And what I've realized and I've really resonated with, with every cell of DNA in my body is that you do this work by being present and by observing yourself in every now moment, by paying zero attention to the past or future because neither of those exist anyway, right? So I've been in this weird, unbearable, sorry, I keep saying weird. I just like don't have a better word for it, honestly. Like there is nothing to truly describe it because it's just there and uncomfortable. But this unbearable waiting period um, and cocoon for so long until one day a few weeks ago. So it has to do with my man, Phil, my little story. Um, in my last episode, I had mentioned at Phil Goodlife, shout out to Phil. I love him. Um, he's a really great, great, great person that has pretty much single-handedly been my guiding light in my spiritual journey. Um, and Phil likes to do a lot of Instagram lives. So this is about one of those. So I usually join his lives whenever I can and request to join them too, you know, just in case a miracle ever happened. But regardless, I request and I stay on even if I don't get called because more times than not, whoever does get called will actually end up saying or asking exactly what I was going to. Or they um, ask or say something completely different, but somehow, even though it's their experience, I can still completely apply it to my life and I'm still learning, you know? Um, and that's because we are all one collective consciousness, just experiencing itself and the same lessons in different ways and through different people and experiences. But, you know, anyway, so one night I joined one of Phil's lives and within like two minutes I was off because I had gotten a phone call. So... I answered the phone and I was talking about how I just exited Phil's live and how I knew, like I felt it in my bones that I was going to be on one of his lives soon. And not even, I swear to God, not even five minutes later, I got a request that popped up on my screen that said, Phil Goodlife is requesting you to join his live. And guys, this is crazy to me because I don't usually have my Instagram notifications on. And for whatever reason that week I had turned them on. So I would not have seen that in like if, if that had happened to me like two weeks ago like for whatever reason I had them on and so I got it I literally screamed hung up the phone and immediately started talking about this weird middle space and as well as losing friendships and dealing with hardship and all that jazz and Phil immediately clocked me like three times in the middle of my sentences even just with like every small wording I was saying and called me out on how everything that he was hearing was focus or like anchored in me not being present. And he had really made me realize how even just paying three seconds of attention to a what if thought was me not being present in my now moment. And I took this information and this clocking and I ran, like I fully sprinted. I ran a marathon with this. Like it was all I needed to hear. Um, so first of all, after the conversation, I was absolutely buzzing. Like I could not stop smiling. I I answered the phone, like the, the live at like 12 a.m. He's in California, so it was earlier for him. And I didn't go to bed until like 4 a.m. because I just couldn't stop smiling. Like I felt his energetic exchange so powerful. But it was like my body felt that this tip of being present, this advice was the last gem, like Thanos' gauntlet. Like I had just gotten the last stone. It was like he gave me the last key I needed to turn in order to get the ball rolling and start breaking out of this cocoon. And I swear the next day something in me shifted. Like any thought that I had began um, as a what if scenario and that could have led me down a wormhole, I would literally stop mid thought and be like, hey, is this happening right now? Is it happening right now? 
like breathe, take a step back. Rachel, is it happening right now? And you know, chances are it's 104% not happening right then in that moment. So I would start to ask myself, why was I going to start to pay attention to this thought and potentially keep myself stressing or keep myself in the future on something that's not happening? And, or it's usually a thought about the past, something that already happened. Those either, both of those things are not presence, you know? So technically I, I'm just in a moment that doesn't exist. That's not being present. <laughs> so how, how you do the work of being present is by little tricks like this. You know, it's like literally cutting yourself off mid thought and asking, am I here right now? Am I being present right now? Is the thing I'm upset about happening right at this very second? And it's hard to catch yourself in those moments. Don't get me wrong. But once you do it once, it's something that you will slowly be able to catch yourself doing more and more and more and more consciously. It's about the process of waking up, baby. It is time to wake up. Hence the name of my podcast. But, you know, anyhow, after I started being so much more present, I really began to not only feel so much more at peace, but found myself all of a sudden starting to get the ball rolling, like I had mentioned earlier. So sure, I had seemingly felt like I lost a lot, but I also started aligning with jobs that I was passionate about and gave me more freedom. And I started to nurture friendships with new people or some of the same people that were around me just more distantly that I, I've just never really like gotten that close with and really realizing how much we have in common and just people and experiences that were more in alignment with my own goals and visions and current feelings, my own frequency right now, more of a match to my vibration, you know? And I have since focusing on my presence, been able to really start feeling that I'm finally experiencing the first cracks of bursting out of this cocoon. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. This exact tip that was shared with me of just being here, being present, being in your now moment, you know, every moment in your future will figure itself out through each and every one of your present now moments, thoughts, decisions, feelings, everything that you're doing right now right now. You are the creator of your own reality. And if you're not in your present moment, actively creating and choosing it and choosing what you want your reality to be and feel like and smell like and all of the things, and you become a bystander to it. And you're letting old programmings and belief systems of the past and fears of the future design your reality. And you merely just become a person who starts to view your own experience through external control as opposed to being the one creating it and focusing on your present moment and working on every single thought and feeling that comes up for you throughout your day is how you start to break out of this cocoon and this moment of stillness and stagnancy. And why? Because you start to look at yourself in a way you never have before. You start questioning what it is that truly makes you happy, who makes you happy, what you want to be doing and contributing to this beautiful planet. And you start to hear the songs of your, your own soul and not the whispers of your ego. And this cocoon phase has been keeping us wrapped up and still because we are still remembering which path we're going to go down once we burst out and spread our wings and fly. You know, your ego doesn't know what's on the other side of this period of uncertainty. So it's it's nervous. It's it's in fight or flight and that girl is fighting. <laughs> She's scared. Um, it's nervous about all of the things that have started to leave your life because those things were comfortable. And it creates like a moment of 
agony because your soul already knows what's going to happen next. And your soul knows all of the abundance that awaits you. And your soul isn't worried or stressed or frustrated or angry. It's just waiting for your ego to wake up to its own true path saying like, Hey, over here this way, you know? Um, so once you start to be present and look inward, and actually integrate what you're going through and feel it all and follow your heart, you will see the light beginning to flood the inside of your cocoon that you've been feeling trapped in because you'll finally be starting to grow and crack out of it. And you need to start seeing this as a blessing. And that's definitely been a challenge for me. But, you know, every day through every thought that I'm having and trying to change my perspective, I'm really starting to feel and be grateful for it and see it really in this way and in this light. Um, as this blessing in a time that the universe has created specifically for me in its little field, this weird moment where it feels like time is like not flowing, it just feels still. It created this nest in time for me to be able to pause and take a break and have the time to really ask myself and for you to ask yourself, what do you want and where is your heart going to take you? And really following that because your soul and higher self knows where it wants to be. And, you know, everything that's left our path was only meant for the past version of ourselves. And the version of ourselves back then no longer supports who we really can be and our highest potential. And we have to leave those things behind. And the universe is just asking us to become that highest version of ourselves so that it can reflect all of that abundance that we already are back to us and finally have it materialize, you know? When the universe is bringing you good things, it's because you have become an energetic match to those things. And that's why you then see them materialize in your physical reality. So when we're losing the things around us, it's because our own vibration is actually through the process of changing and becoming of a higher frequency so that we become this magnet to things in our external reality that reflect that higher frequency. So new, better friends that are more aligned with you, more jobs that make you happy, so many, so many things. So it's meant to be seen as a blessing, truly. But of course, you know, you're allowed to be sad and frustrated and all the things, but please only let it last for a while. Let yourself feel with it and sit with it and pay attention to it, but change it. Take responsibility for it be present with it and integrate it them rather i guess feelings um experiences all of that and integrate them into gratitude you know i invite you to have this blind faith that the universe does have so much more in store for you and some things that are people places things experiences um, that are more in alignment with you and are made more of support of your highest version of yourself and you're going to get all of the things. It's only a matter of time. So believe this knowing with all of your heart and believe it even if the belief is all you have to hang on to. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to me today. And I cannot wait to connect again with you in the future. I'm sending you infinite amounts of light today. Thank you again. And I will see you or speak to you in the next episode. Much love to you. 